Good morning and welcome to Monday morning, May the 1st in 2023 on When I Rise. Today we can, or we actually begin year A in the fifth Sunday of Easter. And on the Monday of the week, we typically do an Old Testament passage from the Revised Common Lectionary. But this week, uh, during the season of Easter, you're swapping out Old Testament text for the Book of Acts text. So you can kind of get the story of the church uh, post-resurrection. And so we actually jump ahead a little bit further uh, this week in the narrative from Acts 2 to Acts 7. So let me read Acts chapter 7, verses 55 through 60. Let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When Our Eyes. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Acts chapter 7, verses 55 through 60. But Stephen, enabled by the Holy Spirit, stared into heaven and saw God's majesty and Jesus standing at God's right hand. He exclaimed, Look, I can see heaven on display and the human one standing at God's right side. At this they shrieked and covered their ears. Together they charged at him, threw him out of the city, and began to stone him. The witnesses placed their coats in the care of a young man named Saul. As they battered him with stones, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, accept my life. Falling to his knees, he shouted, Lord, don't hold this sin against him. Then he died. This is the word of God for us. So this is the conclusion of the story about Stephen. Stephen was brought on into that elevated part of leadership called the deacons. who were supposed to take care of the physical, tangible needs of the church. He also gave himself to preaching which is what got him in trouble here. And he's on trial. And Acts 7 is just one of the greatest treasures of the New Testament because you see how the early church reasoned with their whole story of Israel and the story of Jesus. If you can recall, I mentioned a book in the past by Scott McKnight called The King Jesus Gospel. And he says, the gospel is not the plan of salvation, which is sometimes those two just get equalized in American religious discourse. But the gospel is the grand story of God. Uh, to boil it down, would be that Jesus is the crucified and risen Messiah of Israel and the world's one Lord. Like that's how you can kind of knock down the big idea of the gospel. A piece of that, and that's a big piece, but it's just a piece of it. It's not the total totality of it. Is that individuals can uh, get reckoned and reconciled back to God. And so how how do we fit this whole narrative together? Like how does the long, chaotic, winding road of Israel? Like how does that help? A 21st century Christian like you and me who lives in the United States of America. Like, is it relevant for today? So what I love about Acts 7 is that uh, Stephen's on trial and he bears witness to Jesus. And he goes like episode after episode, like an anthology of Israel's story, and how it all sweeps up together in and around Jesus. And through him, the new world is launched. And you get to see like there is a bitter disagreement with Stephen. There are people in his community uh, the religious leaders that uh, have had enough of the Jesus movement. They're kind of tolerating it at first. And then they saw that there's like this great popularity. And before this, you know, priests are turning from their way to the way of Jesus and so on and so forth. And so this is starting to afflict them politically, starting to afflict them religiously. And so they begin to take matters into their own hands. And Stephen donates his life to the cause of Jesus. And um, you see the sharp disagreement, like what a vivid picture that as they picked up stones, they like shrieked in loud voices to cover their ears. And they threw a charge at him, they threw their coats at the hand and the feet 
of a guy named Saul, which don't you love how this is Saul's introduction into the story. And the second half of Acts is going to cover the life of Paul. But we get like an introduction here, like we get the starting point and it's grim. Like he is a part of the party of Israelites that not only takes exception to the way of Jesus, but they want to deliberately end it uh, before it gets started. And so here he is. And so quite a journey that he goes on for the rest of the story. Uh, But what we can say is that Stephen knew his scriptures. I mean, Stephen was steeped in the story of God and it, um, it promoted him to action. This is why worship and the Christian community should have an equal balance, maybe not equal, I should strike that from the record. It should have a balance because maybe it's never equal, but we're always kind of working to balance it out like on scales. This idea of head, heart, and hands. Like being a Christian changes what we think. Being a Christian changes what we feel like in our hearts, like things that we long for and crave and compassionate about. And then the Christian movement, uh, the Christian life also changes what we do with our hands. Right? And so what we see is Stephen thought different thoughts because of the resurrection of Jesus and the preaching of the church. And it included him serving people around him in Jesus' name. And he did so even though it brought hard and harm and hardship towards him. Now, a lot of the conference speakers in our world today would use this as like this sterling silver example of every Christian. Um, I, I'm just not in that camp. Maybe I was, not any longer where every Christian suffers equally. There are unfortunate places in our world where people are donating their, their life to Christ and the cause of Christ, and they're separated from their families. Hardship comes up on their families and them. And um, I, it's, it's breathtaking. Uh, their stories are just overwhelming. And I just know that through their hardship, at the end of their hardship, they're in God's care. Um, but I, all of us aren't going to have the same experience as Stephen, but we can certainly have the same formation as Stephen giving our life to the story of scripture, trusting that story, being empowered by the spirit and walking it out through head, heart, and hands in our everyday life. And so that's what I'm going to pray for today is that you and I learn how to use our head, our hearts, and our hands for the cause of Christ. So with those, those things in mind, let's pray to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that you've brought us into a family where we get to see our lives transformed, and we thank you that that transformation happens in head and heart and hands, the things that we think, the things that we feel and care about, and the things that we do with our hands. So God, I think that even though the church is worldwide, it's diverse, and it's changed over time, and it's bounced around from place to place. Um, thank you that we have this the same common denominator, that we are be, be people who are transformed to the image of Jesus. Uh, we confess to you that we need to rethink things. We need to um, cast away um, things that uh, we care deeply about that we shouldn't care so deeply about and change those things out with things that matter most to you and to your heart. And we uh, also confess to you that uh, with our hands, sometimes we break the world instead of fix it. And so we pray that as we start out this new work week, uh, whether we go to school or work or the different extracurricular activities that we get to do, the tasks that are on our task list, that uh, you would govern our our heads and our hearts and our hands. Allow us to be kingdom people this day. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey there, friends of When I Rise. Got an extra segment for you today. I'll repeat it a few times because I'd like to have your input. Uh, Here in midsummer, I'm going to cross over that 1,000 episode mark. I can't believe it. I guess... 
when you turn the microphone on and you keep following the lectionary, next thing you know, rinse do every morning, you get up, you do it, next thing you got a thousand episodes. So I'm kind of thrilled about that. Would like to keep going, but uh, I think 1,000 episodes is a chance to kind of get some feedback about uh, what we should do next. So I've got some options. Um, one option is to continue to do the lectionary text every week. Um, some of you have said over the years that um, you've enjoyed it because you didn't come from a lectionary church worship background. And so it's nice to get some of these terms and these seasons and these like festivals and holidays, right? And also like the lectionary kind of pushes us into different directions, uh, things that we don't pick for ourselves. We pick up the Bible. So we'd be glad if that seems to be the governing um, need and want for the, the future to continue to do the lectionary. We've already been through all three years. And even though there's some nuance and some differences, there are some times that I get into some of the holiday seasons. And I'm thinking, man, we just covered this not long ago. So um, if you would like to continue with the lectionary, please let me know. Um, I'm also considering going through a book of the Bible, uh, like straight through. And so just take section by section, reading it, have a little short little sermonette, a short prayer time to start our day. It'd still be the same format, but just instead of bouncing around from all the New Testament Psalms, um, it would just be one book until we completed it. So there's another one. Also, I've gotten a lot of life out of looking at church history. And so I'm thinking about uh, the option of taking a church history book. And from the very beginning of the story, this in a very light way, cover some of these episodes of our story and pulling out a nugget of teaching and then praying along that line. So that's another option. And then like a fourth option is to take something like the letters of Paul and um, getting some sort of resource work to help like do a week or two of justification by faith and um, take a passage where that's the uh, topic, a uh, little teaching, little prayer to start the day just great new dictionary of Paul's letters out there that um, I would love to justify the purchase, <laughs> right? I should anyways, but uh, if it was for when I rise, I would definitely have the, the cause to do it. So I'd love to have your feedback. Um, you can email me. The email that's affiliated with this podcast is joeskillen at hotmail.com. Hey, don't judge friends. I had that hotmail for a long time. That's the uh, one that I'm using for this particular podcast. So if you want to send me at joeskillen at hotmail.com, give me some feedback and I'll take it in and I'll start making plans uh, after we cross over that 1,000 episode in uh, early to mid-June, begin to set the course for either a different uh, pace or the same one uh, through the lectionary. So thanks for hearing me out. Have a great day.